baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris and Amy on KMOX until 1 o'clock. We continue discussing the Cardinals in their offseason, which has been pretty busy so far. And the winter meetings have not even started. That'll be coming up next week. And we continue the discussion today. The Quiver River Electric guest line is popping. And we visit with Greg Amzinger, former uh, KMOXer, now Major League Baseball Network, MLB Network. He is killing it there, and he's with us now on KMOX. What's up, Greg? Well, a lot, a lot, a lot's going on right now, Chris and Amy. I was interrupted picking out my outfit for the winter meetings. You know, I'm on for four straight days in Nashville (laughs) because my phone was blowing up with all my St. Louis friends complaining about the news today. Complaining. So yes. the, the news is that it's not official yet, but Sonny Gray uh, finalizing a three-year contract, $75 million. I get the impression you like the deal. I think the Cardinals front office pointed at one of the worst rotations in baseball, said before the season ended that they were going to address this issue. And they did it quickly. Now, is this a win-now Sign. Absolutely. You've got three pitchers in their mid-30s to short-term contracts. I love it. I love it. You're still believing in the future, the young arms that you're kind of developing right now. I think Matthew Libertor is still viewed as a future starter. I think Rom and others are guys that they really value and they want to mature and bring depth to the rotation. But the team, the lineup, is good enough to score enough runs to go to the playoffs and win the division now. So let's get three veterans that we kind of know what we're getting now, short-term deals. It's not going to hold the franchise back. I don't believe they overpaid for any of these guys. And I think it was the right move. Were there other options, other areas they could have gone? Yes, absolutely. But they decided that these three contracts were the three best negotiations that they could have they could have endured during this offseason, and they got it all done before the winter meeting. So I, I commend the front office. I don't think they're done. I think there are other moves to make. But they, they knew there was a gaping hole in the rotation, and they tried to fix it as quickly as they could. Okay, Greg, let's look at this on a rating system, talking about the three contracts that were just signed, Lance Lynn, Kyle Gibson, Sonny Gray. And on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being loaded with aces, you know, one being just horrible. Where were the Cardinals before these three contracts as far as their pitching goes? And what number would you give them now after these three contracts? I'll just use the facts. They were 26th in starters ERA in all of Major League Baseball, ERA over five, which is terrible. Uh, I think with these three additions, they all stay healthy, which is a big if because, again, they're in their mid-30s, right? Uh, but durability has been something that they've all had on their side for the most part. So if they all stay healthy, I think you've got a mid-15th or 16th in baseball starting ERA. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what is that? That's terrible. What timeout? It puts you in the conversation, all right? There's, there's a, there are closers out there. Josh Hader's out there. 
The Cardinals could go big in the bullpen still. And what have we learned in the postseason? Once you get to the postseason, it's the swing and miss in your bullpen that prevails. So I, I, to me, I, I think a, a mid-level rotation is all they need to win a very winnable NL Central division. And then once you get to the postseason, to ask the Arizona Diamondbacks, they had two legitimate starting pitchers. Two. That's it. Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen, a former Cardinal prospect. They, they, they hit the lottery with a Brandon Fought, a kid that came up through their minor league system, so they got some luck on their side. But they had two legitimate starters going into opening day. That's why none of us picked them to be playoff contenders. So you can go all the way to the World Series if you hit it with the back end of your bullpen right in free agency, which is what the Diamondbacks did. They also made trades the deadline to get their closer in Paul Seawald. The Cardinals will still tinker, but a mid-level rotation is all you need to get into the dance, and that's the playoffs. Well, we're talking with Greg Amsinger from MLB Network about the Cardinals offseason moves so far, and one of the names that has been, I, I would say the one that I've heard the most in terms of big-time talent um, attached to the Cardinals is Yoshinobu Yamamoto from Japan. I know that he was in Los Angeles last week, apparently at a Lakers game, so um, he's being courted out there. W- what do you think the likelihood is that something like that still happens, despite the fact they have already paid for three starters uh, before now? I think slim to none. I, I don't think... I might be surprised, maybe a Hunjin Ryu on a one-year deal. Uh, maybe they are able to lure Michael Waka back, but I know he wants more than one year, and that's why they picked Lance Glenn over Michael Waka. Um, but I, I would be shocked to see another legit top-shelf free agent starting pitcher. Do I think we're going to see bigger names in the bullpen possibly be signed by the Cardinals? Absolutely. They're reimagining all of their outgetters, the guys on the mound. They're reimagining this. I, I didn't think this was going to be done before the winter meetings. So they jumped. They knew there were a lot of chairs in the game of musical chairs. There, there's a, there are, for some reason, so many big market teams are starving for starting pitching. I commend them for getting the guys they got when they got them. Um, but I think Yamamoto is going to be either a Dodger, uh, a Red Sox, or a, a Met or Yankee. I think the four big markets are going to be all over him, and that's where I think he's heading. Uh, Dylan Cease was a a potential uh, for the Cardinals in terms of trade. How close is with the rumors this morning or the reporting this morning was that they're close with the Braves or have been discussing things with the Braves? Is that likely? Yeah. So Dylan Cease, those talks sort of fell apart, which led to the third year uh, for the AAV that Sonny Gray wanted, which was twenty five million, and I think he deserves it after the year they just had. I mean, my goodness, he created a pitch. Whenever you create a pitch, you're pretty much a big deal. The sweeper is Sonny Gray's pitch. So he's bringing that to St. Louis, which has been one of the most dominant. And look, for all you Cardinal fans out there that were frustrated to watch the ball fly over the wall, so many pitchers gave up homers this year. No one hit a home run off of his sweeper. He threw over 600 or 500 of these pitches. No one hit him out. Uh, his home run per nine was best in the game. He keeps the ball in the yard. He's not going to go 200 innings. He doesn't do that anymore. Maybe he'll get 170 to 180 innings, but Sonny Gray's the answer. I love the sign for the Cardinals. I think Dylan Cease, those talks went down to two other teams. Teams. And I don't think trade talks for the Cardinals just got too steep. When everyone knows you have a surplus of talent, they try to raid the cupboard. They don't just try to take two or three pieces. They try to raid it. 
And the Cardinals, I don't believe, wanted to part ways with Brendan Donovan in any way. And they held on to him, and that to me was the breaking point. So they had to go to the free agent market and go get Sonny Gray, which I think was the right answer. Again, it's the term, folks. You're not going to see this guy in year six or seven with an ERA over five and a half. You're going to have a three-year contract. This is a window with the guys they have in their starting lineup to win, and the Cardinals are trying to do that with the starting rotation. Greg, what's the likelihood of them acquiring another starter before the season as opposed to just waiting to see how things go and then maybe a a deal? Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Deal at the deadline. I think they will, I, I, but I don't think it's going to be an A-list or B-list free agent starter, uh, like a Kenta Maeda type, someone that uh, you give an invite to spring training and see if the depth works out. Uh, but the guys they got, they, they kind of are confident they'll take the ball every fifth day. I mean, durability has been the backbone of Lance Lynn's career. Uh, is he going to win the ERA title? No, he's not. No, don't, don't expect him to do that. But he's going to take the ball every fifth day. Kyle Gibson, I know. Everyone's been talking about all the hits these guys give up. Well, you know what? To give up a lot of hits, you have to be on the mound for a lot of innings. There have been Hall of Famers that have given up records, uh, a record amount of hits in their career. And, and yet they were obviously successful pitchers. So uh, the, the Cardinals are trying to win the marathon to get to the sprint. The marathon is the regular season. You need regular season guys that can give you innings And to do that, you can't strike everyone out. So, yeah, there is pitch to contact in this rotation. I totally get that. But if the Cardinals can just get to the sprint, which is the playoffs, then you reimagine things at the trade deadline and acquire the swing and miss that you don't have. But the marathon is a different sport. You've you've got to have starters that give you length because the bullpen will be taxed by the all-star break. They addressed that with these three guys. They really did. A lineup anchored by Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado was a pretty good lineup last season. Is there any reason to think they they will be less than that in in 2024? I got to believe they're going to be better than that. (laughs) I have to believe this because the outfield was so underwhelming. Going into opening day, the excitement surrounding the young beasts of the St. Louis Cardinals in the outfield made all of us think that we were going to have at least two all-stars in that group and everyone went under the radar. It was very odd. I think Jordan Walker is set for a terrific sophomore year. I think Lars Newtbar is going to be uh, the next Andy Van Slyke. That's been my comp for him for a long time. Uh, I don't know what the future is for Dylan Carlson. He might be a trade piece. Uh, as we go forward, but the Cardinals with with Mason Wynn playing shortstop every day. I can't wait to see what this young kid can do. Herrera, the backup catcher behind the plate. If, He's the backup. Who knows what they do to get Contreras maybe in left field or maybe they DH Contreras more so we can see more of Herrera behind the plate. But I think I think scoring runs will not be an issue. I left out uh, the two most consistent guys in Arenado and Goldschmidt. This team's going to be better than they were last year offensively, and that's why you're not seeing this team over Boogie with trying to get the Yamamoto types, to try to bring back Jordan Montgomery, who's earned the King's ransom because of his performance in October. The Cardinals weren't going to overpay, and they didn't do that. They got three guys that will give them the length they need to win the NL Central Division. From there, they'll readdress when they get closer to October. 
All right, Shohei Otani's the guy everybody's watching. It is it pretty much foregone he's going to the Dodgers? No, no, no. I, I think the Boston Red Sox have a legitimate chance of getting Shohei Otani. Uh, the New Balance deal is a big deal. He is the face of New Balance for an undisclosed amount. And some people think that it could be like a record, like beyond Michael Jordan type of numbers. And New Balance headquarters is in Boston. He's very close to a couple of the major uh, employees that run that. Uh, outfit out there, and I, I think they would love to have him nearby. And the Boston Red Sox need everything he can do. Uh, the Red Sox have been just lurking in mediocrity, which makes no sense based on their history and their market size and the success they've had recently. Uh, but with a new GM, a guy that's a former pitcher who can actually really truly value what Otani does on the mound. I mean, his stuff is top five good in the game as a pitcher. So I, I think the Boston Red Sox are very much in this because if he's going to go to the East Coast, it's not just going to be because, you know, Mr. Cohen and the Mets are going to outpay everyone uh, or it's going to be because he wants to be a Yankee. I think he wants to go to a winning environment and he needs some sort of relationship there. And he's got a former teammate on World Baseball Classic playing in the outfield for the Boston Red Sox. He's got the New Balance connection out there. If he chooses to go to the East Coast, I believe the Boston Red Sox will be the other major option for the great Shohei Otani. Greg Amsinger, last time we talked, you had given away about um, 80 suits or something. What's your suit count today? <laughs> well, I had a really good year. And, um, yeah, I haven't done a good job of, of readdressing my, my suit count. So, I I, I, I got to be honest, I just moved into a new house with a bigger closet. So, uh, I'm really enjoying myself. I've got I'm going to walk in, just look at it real quick. I know i got to go, but I've got these little tags on it yeah. that I date. I write the date on the last time I wore them with the tie and the shirt that I wore it with. So it ensures that the next time I wear the suit, I do not wear the same combination because the last thing I want is for people on social media to go, ew, what's wrong with this guy? He wears the same combo every time he wears a suit. So I think about these things. I have a bigger closet now, so I haven't really – uh, part of ways with any suit. So I think I'm probably around 100 at Dude. the moment, which is really embarrassing. It's terrible. I need to readdress, but it's hard to find someone 6'5 and lanky like me. So if you know anyone, just, you know, have them give me a call. <laughs> you know, this is like awesome. sabermetrics for suits. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you believe metrics. in the numbers. Yeah. I think it's advanced metrics for suits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. It's, it's suit analytics. Yes, right. I've taken it to a – it's the money ball for pocket squares. I totally agree with you. How many pocket squares do you have? Uh, I, can't even, I can't even count that. 500? I, I, I have over 500 ties. So I'm going to guess it's around the same pocket squares. Yeah, it's sort of like, you know, how people uh, weekly gro- they grocery shop. I have sort of a shopping addiction to ties and pocket squares. So I feel like at once every two weeks, I'm going somewhere to buy just a couple just to keep wow. feeding the addiction, which is not good. Very embarrassing. But no. hey, I worked at Cam Wex, so everybody looks at me like a likable person, right? I, so yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Oh, I like you because you make me feel better about myself. Yeah, I, I know this. I, I love shopping. Like it's in my DNA. My mom, it was a, a, a genetic. It's a genetic thing that she has with shopping. I love it, but unfortunately, I also have like my dad's financial side. So I still shop, but I just feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. So you help me feel less guilty about shopping. And you know what? I know this about Greg Amsinger. He's he's talking about Hermes ties and yeah. uh, Tom Ford. He ain't buying none of that club room crap. This guy, yeah. this guy's going top of the line. What is that's club why I love room? you. 
It's amazing. Uh, you don't know what club room is? <laughs> oh, you got to Google that. You got to Google that. Sounds fancy. <laughs> oh, no, it is not. You pick those up at Macy's for $25. Nice. <laughs> I do what I need to do yeah. to keep up with former major leaguers right. who all That's have right. much deeper pockets than me. I cannot let these guys outdress me every night. You are a You know, I have to. Right, I'm a competitive guy. Yeah, and you are 100% going to have a collaboration, like a luxury brand, the way like, well, certain celebrities, I guess, have been dropped since they've gotten controversial, but celebrities partner with Adidas or Stella McCartney partnered with Adidas. You are going to partner with some luxury suit company. It's going to be great. Uh, You know what? I've I've heard people say that to me before, and it sounds exciting. I don't know if I have the... the, um, the diligence to do what Michael Strahan has done. He's got his own like three piece suit line, oh, which yeah. is a lot of work to put your whole name behind it. But yes, I I have thought about a strong collaboration because I don't want to do too much work. You know what I'm saying? I want to give my, my two cents and then get a bunch of free stuff. That's kind of all I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Ham yeah. Singer adjacent suits. We do have a texter to the show, uh, Greg. His name's Michael. He says he's 6'5 and weighs 190. So that might be your guy. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. I mean, I, I'm in the 210 range. You might have to take it in, but that's always – it's better to take it in than that's to right. add more, right? That's exactly so, uh, Yeah, absolutely. Greg, you're yeah. the best, man. You are the best. Thank you. Thanks for I joining us today. It. it was always fun hanging out with you, okay? Yeah, send us a photo of your closet. I got to look at it. You promised last time. <laughs> He's not going to put that out there. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I was literally, like, on my – I was on a knee – taking like this really dramatic photo the last time you asked me to do it my wife walked in she goes what are you doing i go i'm taking a photo of my walking class you're not (laughs) my wife protects me from myself i'm sure there are a lot of guys out there that know what i'm talking about but she protects me from myself hey greg i just have to ask in your closet is it possible to use the phrase yes go in my closet and turn left You can. It's so funny. You, you can, right? You can, no, you, you can only turn right. Okay. No, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I love it when people have closets where you can make a turn. That's the kind of closet. That's when you know it's a good uh, closet. That's what I was looking for. I've got this big ottoman, so I can, I can lay down. I can take a nap oh, in my closet, awesome. which I is always it. what I've been wanting. Do so you have a window? It's really nice. Uh, no, actually, okay. my old one, I had a window, but I needed more space. So let's get rid of the window <laughs> and get more space. You know I mean? This is unbelievable. Greg, oh, Greg, get, he gets lost on the way to the closet. All right, uh, Amsinger, we'll we'll talk soon. We'll we'll get we'll check back in before um, I don't know before spring training starts. That sounds great. Whatever you guys want to chat. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 